Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining me right now to talk about that and a whole lot more when it comes to the world of the NFL as someone who's been covering it for over 40 years from the Houston Chronicle, John McClain joining me right now on CBS Sports Radio. John, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you very much. Hope you're doing well, too. I am doing fantastic, John. I'll be doing better when we get some more clarity on what's going to happen with football. Um, We can get into some of the details about what still needs to get hashed out. John, just in general right now, is there any concern that you have in watching these two sides so far in sort of the infancy of getting the, the protocols and the financials worked out? Is there any concern you have that they could be heading down the same road as baseball? Yes, and I wrote a column today that Roger Goodell needs to delay the start of training camps. Houston and Kansas City report in less than two weeks with their rookies and quarterbacks because they play the first game. And the NFL does not have hardly anything ironclad because there's so much uncertainty. They need to put a a halt to it, delay it for two or three weeks till they get everything worked out. Players are worried. Their families are worried. I had several... Uh, players or members of their families email or text me today thanking me for what I wrote about they need to delay the start of camp because they're worried and because they don't have anything established. And I don't think it'll disrupt the first game of the season because Goodell and some of the owners are determined to play that first week, and then they'll see what the fallout is. One reason, Sean, they want to play at least one preseason game they have to know after it's over how many players are going to test positive, how many people are going to test positive that work with the team that were on the sideline. You can't wait for regular season to have that happen. That's why they want to play a game. And so I think things will be delayed. You hope they'll get things worked out. But right now they're way behind, which seems absurd considering how long they've had to watch the other sports. Yeah, I mean that. You're right. I mean that's that that's falling right in line with baseball, in terms of just dragging their feet on certain things. But of course, that was a sport, John. Baseball that had a a looming labor negotiation coming up, you know, 18 months or whatever it is from now, and it felt like they were negotiating that in tandem with trying to get the game back on the field in 2020. How much does it matter for football right now that they were able to come to an agreement, a labor agreement, right before the pandemic hit? Oh, that's huge. 10-year extension with a year on top of it for 11 years. One thing that's not in the CBA, there's no negotiation. It doesn't have to be negotiation over the number of preseason games. That's 
for the owners to decide. And they went from four to two. Now it wouldn't surprise me if they don't go to two to one just because they give that, get something else. Players don't want to give back money, even if it's in escrow to be paid later, just like no player wants to give it up. But I think we'd be foolish if we didn't think players were going to take a hit because the owners are going to take a hit playing without fans. John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio. John, I want to stick with the preseason games just for a second. My feeling has been that I, I, I know the players all voted that they didn't want any preseason games. Do you sense, though, that I would think that there's a big chunk of every roster, you know, guys 45 through 85, you know, or 90, however many they bring to camp, that actually want to have a couple preseason games so they've got an opportunity to prove themselves. Could part of the solution be maybe just exempting guys who don't need to play in the preseason necessarily? Well, you just hold them out. You know, yeah. guys like J.J. Watt and Sean Watson, they don't need to play in preseason. There's players all over the NFL who don't need to play in the preseason, but they still need a barometer about what's going to be the aftermath of playing a football game. And mm-hmm. right now, nobody has a clue. And I think this, the... the um, the games are significant, even in a preseason, but not because of the money, of course. But just hold out your players. Treat it like the last game of preseason anyway and play all your backups and then see what happens afterward when they get tested. Right now, the only way to legitimately do this, Sean, is have a way to, like, you've got to practice on Monday, have a way to test. Sunday and have the results back Monday morning before you go out there, and they need to do that multiple times a week. Right now, nobody's doing that. You saw what happened to the Astros. They keep having to cancel things because of testing, and I'm sure that's the case with the others as well. But the NFL should be ahead of the curve because the NFL has had time to watch and learn. I almost think, John, they probably need to have two preseason games so that each team – gets an opportunity to host a game so that the people in charge of hygiene and the cleanliness of the facility and all the different in-stadium protocols, not just on the field, but in other areas of the stadium, get a chance to do a dry run. Also, if you only have one preseason game for each team, then theoretically only half the league is getting a chance to do a dry run in their own stadium. That's a great point, Sean, because that's like opening a new stadium and having the big flush to make sure all the toilets work on every level. (laughs) You need, yeah. you need to be able to do that. You know, one of the things that I'm most concerned with are roster sizes. Ordinarily, they're 90. The union usually wants as many as it can get, wants fewer, because the union believes it lessens the rest. The owners want at least 80. Say they compromise on 75. If you have 90 players under contract, you're going to end up cutting a lot of guys who gave signing bonus money you've never met in person, just in Zoom calls. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. John McClain, Houston Chronicle, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. All right, so last thing, John, on the stuff that's getting hammered out tomorrow, or hopefully uh, getting closer tomorrow. J.J. Watt said this week he would not play if they made him wear uh, one of those face guards to keep all the spit, the COVID, you know, to protect him from coronavirus and the spit flying and things like that. Where do you think that's going to come out? What with respect to equipment for players and you think jj speaks for a lot of guys when it comes to that <laughs> let's see him pass up his contract because he doesn't want to play a shield yeah right they're not going to make them play with shields anymore and they're going to make them 
play with mass because, you know, if you're playing outside and you're in the south and it's early in the season, you're miserable anyway, and there's no way they're going to make them do that. And the fact is they care for six days a week, and on the seventh day they all want to make money. And it's a risk. I think when we see, like, that offensive line mastermind summit in Frisco, Texas, where the Cowboys are based and they don't wear masks and they're not practicing social distancing with all the knowledge they have, I think a lot of players, especially single players, just don't care that they have the risk, but it's probably the married players or anybody that has children or family members at home, like if your parents are living there, those are the ones who who care the most. And all those things have to be worked out. But I think anything about wearing a mask or a shield in a game, that's a that's a pimple on an elephant's backside. John, you mentioned earlier in this conversation about how much feedback you got about the column that you wrote um, you know, about the, the league and needing to be better about uh, preparing for the coronavirus and, and so forth. And you had a lot of players, families of players, reaching out to you to thank you for writing that column. So I ask you this knowing that you've interacted probably more than most have with the people who would make, be making these types of decisions. What are your, what's your, your best guess, if you had to, in terms of the number of players that you think might opt out of this thing or the percentage or the, the profile, the type of player that might opt out of this kind of thing? I don't think they don't have an opt-out clause right now, and if you opt out, you're not getting paid, so there'll be fewer opt-outs unless they say if you have a pre-existing condition like uh, sleep apnea or you're diabetic, then maybe you'll get paid, but I don't think you'll have many NFL players opting out because they don't make as much money. Over half the league makes less than a million dollars, and their career is shorter. The contracts are not guaranteed like baseball and basketball. So I think you maybe have a handful because they basically have to, and they need to make it where if things turn out to be safe, say in November or December they come back and they have a vaccine and you can get it, you need to be able to opt back in. That's got to be in the deal. John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio, uh, covers the NFL for the Houston Chronicle. Um, So, John, I don't know if you saw this, but – Within the last hour, Deshaun Watson tweeted, money conversations at the table. I speak fluently. So what are we to now read? Are we going to start the same way we were seeing rap lyrics from Deshaun after DeAndre Hopkins got traded? Are these tweets now, I'm assuming, having something to do with Patrick Mahomes' big deal that he got this week? Well, his deal is the timing. Mahomes' deal has absolutely nothing to do with Watson's deal. Watson's agent, David Mogulata, wants a shorter-term deal. That's tacked on the last two years of his extension. He was always going to get about $40 million a year. That's what he'll get depending on if it's three years, four years, or five years. I guarantee you the Texans and any team would like to have their quarterback tied up for 12 years, but I don't think you'll see that with any other player. And, of course, Mahomes will probably play about five years, his contract to be obsolete, and then the Chiefs will redo it. Yeah, I, what what was your initial reaction, John, when you when you saw the Patrick Mahomes news? It blew me away that somebody would want to be tied up for a team with twelve years. You just don't see that. All the other contracts that have done at least ten, and I can think of five quarterbacks who did it. None lasted with their team. None came close to making all the money. And people go, "Well, my God, they wouldn't get rid of Patrick Mahomes." And I remember they said, "My God, they wouldn't get rid of Brett Favre." 
Yeah, or Cam Newton, or I mean, the other guys. There's no, nobody's bulletproof, man. Like it's a it's a rough it's a rough sport. John, one of the things that I think has been maybe kind of underplayed through this whole Mahomes thing, the focus has been on Mahomes, and rightfully so. He's you know he's the best player in football right now. He's the he's at the top of the mountain. Um, but this was quite a comeback story for a guy that I know you've known for many many years, Lee Steinberg. Like this is this is Lee Steinberg. Lee Steinberg's Patrick Mahomes' agent. And I don't know if everybody knows Lee's story, but he had kind of bottomed out, and Mahomes is his big-ticket client now. And this is a climb back up to the mountaintop for Lee Steinberg as well. I've known Lee since 1984 when he represented Warren Moon, and Warren was an unrestricted free agent from Canada. I dealt with Lee a lot then. I've always liked him, always respected him, and then alcohol problems caused him to lose everything. I believe the only client that stayed with him was June Jones, who'd been with him from the get-go. And Lee has made an incredible comeback on and off the field, so to speak. He had two good types of Tagovailoa. Plus, of course, he's Mahomes. He'll get many more. His comeback started with Paxton Lynch. And even though it didn't work out for Lynch, it put Lee back on the map. And I am so happy for him and his family that he is where he is today. Yeah, no doubt. John McClain joining me on the show. John, last one before I let you go. The deadline for franchise tag players to sign long-term deals is this Wednesday, July 15th. Otherwise, they can't sign until after the season is over. Do you expect anything to shake loose with any of these franchise tag guys, whether it's a long-term deal? Dak Prescott, the biggest name, obviously, but Yannick Ngakwe is a guy who I think is the Jags maybe looking to trade him? Do you, do you expect anything along the franchise tag front between now and Wednesday? Sean, the only one I pay attention to is Prescott. There's been no movement in him. He'll play under the 31 and change tag this year. And then we'll see if Jerry Jones can get him next year because had they done it before last season for, say, $30 million, people would have said it was preposterous. Now they'd say, man, Stephen and Jerry Jones are geniuses. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. John McClain, you can get him on Twitter at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. John, I always appreciate the time. Looking forward to catching up with you uh, this week back locally here in Houston. Sean, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Yeah, you too, John. Stay safe. Absolutely. One of the best in the business right there, John McClain. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.